I'm Allison O'Connor. And I'm Garrett Williams. And this is Decadence, Decadence, a podcast about glamour. Can I I address (laughs) the elephant in the room? (laughs) Please. Sure. So our producer, Sophie, is currently out of town. (laughs) Which means we're recording on our own. When mommy's away, daddy's in charge. (laughs) And women in STEM, except when Sophie's gone. And then Garrett does the work and I make cookies. And then it's papa's in STEM. So, but the uncomfortable part is that that you're wearing headphones, big headphones. And I don't have Huge headphones, by the way. I feel very isolated from you. And you are in a way. You're. Kind, I'm kind of the train conductor, and you're just someone working on the one of the cars. Oh, I, I honestly, I feel like a passenger. Yeah, yeah. You're on my train. I'm, so, I'm someone all working. aboard the Bitch Express. <laughs> <laughs> exactly where I belong. Yeah. I'm sitting row C C three. That stands for cunt <laughs> times three. Exactly right. Oh my lord. Um, I'm loving. I'm loving being being able to hear myself. Because I can already um, sense that I will be more articulate. Um, I will have some more insightful things to say in this I'm episode. Scared. <laughs> I also want to point out the other elephant in the room is that I, I know that everybody can tell from our tone is that we're recording at night. It's a nighttime episode. It's a nighttime episode. So if anybody's feeling horny, but oh, <laughs> me, horny. Here's the thing about post 7 Mortem. p.m. Nope. Oh, sure. Well, what yeah. about what'd you have to say? Postmortem. Uh, you're gonna be stiff. Yeah. Anything about post seven p.m. for me? I'm ready whenever. <laughs> to quote Garrett Williams, I'm like an American girl doll. If I lay down, <laughs> my eyes are closed. Honey, well that is true. <laughs> God, wait. Can we talk? I don't. <gasps> think this we so- should do this podcast from uh, Brookstone once. And we should also do it in the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> well, yeah, for yeah. sure. Ooh I la would- la! Oh la la! The two most glamorous places I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> we should get a massage chair to the Eiffel Tower. That would be awesome. I think that is. What like that's like the Americans putting a flag on the moon, <laughs> putting a massage chair on the Eiffel Tower could be. Is our next. version is the uh, is decadence's version of that? Yeah. Anyway, I don't think we've had a podcast recording since your show. If we Wait, could we just, might not have actually. If I could take a second to praise Garrett and the Bad Boys. Sorry, oh, best la, show la. of my life. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. You're welcome. I had such a ball. Um, singing songs. You were so good. Thank you. You're welcome. I had, I had a very good time. I went exactly as I planned, which is um, makes me feel crazy. I was like, wow. Garrett has a background in theater because he remembers all the words. <laughs> to me... Well, and I will, I'll tell you what. It was up in the air for a while. The hardest part of stand-up for me is memorizing. Oh, 100%. Here's the thing. The slop that I think of immediately, I'm like, well, I don't have to remember that. When Beyonce does he did at <laughs> Renaissance World Tour and she has that big projection of the words in the back <laughs> scrolling upwards, that's the same way I feel where I'm like, I don't need to remember this. I wrote it. I don't know what you mean. Like, you mean because you wrote it, you don't have to like try to remember it because you'll always remember it because you wrote it? Exactly. I feel the opposite. I'm like, who wrote this? <laughs> It was me every time. It's always me, solely me. 
and, uh, and every time I'm one? like, now Jesus Christ, what comes next? <laughs> I've done the same joke. It doesn't matter how many times. Who knows how it goes? So number one, beyond memorizing, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Hilarious. Oh my God. Good voice. Thank you. I'm a pop star. The stand-up bits in between the songs, I don't feel like people are giving them enough credit. Not that they're not giving them credit, but I'm like, I hope people know that wasn't all just ad-libbed. Well, and I think people thought it was ad-libbed, which was kind of nice. Which is what you want. Of course. But I'm like, I know, because I've seen these being worked on. Yes, they've been It just crafted. feels so good to see your friend. I'm like, I've seen you work on this two minutes at a time. For a year and a half. Yeah. And then to see it all come together, I was like, yes, uh, the vision. Wow, thank you. Anyway, that I'm your biggest fan. That makes biggest fan. <laughs> it's very kind. I felt very good about it good. um there'll be a, m- many more good i will perform till they put me in the grave mm, hope that never happens like abba post-mortem <laughs> post-mortem like abba i feel like they're i mean they're they, in a shared tomb no they're just oh. perform. they keep performing they're old oh they're alive <laughs> yeah they were just nominated for album of the year last oh year my God. <laughs> yeah i'm so sorry they have those big projections have you not heard about this so it's seeming like no. <laughs> <laughs> they have these big projections in the UK. They have a show, ABBA Live, and it's their concerts, their holograms doing a concert. What? And then like the holograms get really big at some points and oh then they like God. fly through space. Are they there? I don't think so. They need to do the sphere. I'm wanting to visit the sphere really badly. I was talking about this last night when we were watching the Grammys last night. Sure. I was like, I want to go to the Sphere. Everybody I was with was like, why? Why? I'm curious. The more that I learn about the Sphere, <laughs> the more I'm afraid of what's happening there. Okay, so I went to Vegas famously for Gaga. <laughs> Sorry, I keep forgetting that I'm wearing headphones and you're not. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I'm forgetting it. I just feel like I have a big headpiece on. I wish I had a bigger headpiece on. You've got a gr- a grand headpiece. <laughs> I wish I had a crown. I went to Vegas and I could see the sphere from my hotel. Whoa. What was it doing? It was an emoji that was happy. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah. I, I grew, I, I developed fondness for the sphere. Of co- well, if it has a personality and a face, of course you're going to. That's why we cannot, we cannot let robots have human faces. Oh, it's true. I'll fall next, in love with them. Next thing you know, you're going to want to fuck it. I'll fuck it. Another quote from Garrett's amazing show. (laughs) And by the way, why did you say you're scared of the sphere? Every I'm not afraid of the sphere yet. (laughs) (laughs) But everything I learn about the sphere is making me more afraid of what's going on there. So what have you learned? I just saw the inside and the outside. And (laughs) (laughs) well, first of all, the stage is very small for how big those screens are. Right. Right. And what I also heard is if you're on the front, if you're in the first level and you're far enough back towards the entrance, you like cannot see the screens. You can like just see the stage. I thought the whole point was the screens. I think the whole point is the screens. Hmm. I don't know. Those are some TikTok. Well, it would make sense for the sphere to be deeply flawed because it doesn't seem right. No, it seems ungodly and unjust. It's a hundred percent like an aberration is that a word apparition no apparition would be like abhorration abor yeah but you don't pronounce the h like aberration like abhor we never said we're smart no 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 no. great but you don't need to be smart to be beautiful you don't have to be smart to be a genius that is so true 
Literally true. Which brings me to our next topic, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa is the only person who truly has it all. I agree. Thank you. Well, what is she doing? She's releasing albums. What is she not doing? Well, yeah. She's she releasing. has a podcast. She's one of our coworkers. <laughs> she's our contemporary. <laughs> she's our contemporary. And I would like to believe that anyone who has a podcast is a coworker of ours. Absolutely. A colleague. Dak Shepard. Yeah. At least a peer. Um, Terry Gross. Terry. Terry. I love you, girl. Um, Alec Baldwin. Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Ultimately, um, call her daddy. Nikki Glazer. Hey, girl. We're all we're all coworkers. What about the office ladies? The office ladies, the Ned's declassified people. Well, that's where I might draw the line. We're coworkers. Every day they're you like, don't have to like we all blew each other. I'm like, chill <laughs> out, Ned. What if that started happening on here? <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's when me and Garrett blew each other. <laughs> what? Everyone's like, wait, huh? We're like, listen, it was the past. Yeah. We're 90 Whatever. episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah, they really did a lot. They really had a lot of things going on behind the scenes of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Every day. A lot of I, sexual acts. Many sexual acts. I, I'm so glad I was not a child star, even though I wanted to be one. Oh, yeah. Come on. I was like, get me up there. I could do that. I went to one of those scam auditions. Really? Yeah, when pay? I was a child. I don't think I had to pay, but like my friend was really into like acting and theater in, I guess, middle school. And she like was the type of person that wanted a friend to do things with her. Mm-hmm. So her mom told my mom about some sort of audition at Page Parks, was like, which is like the Houston modeling and acting mm-hmm. agency. My mom was like, okay, I guess. I mean, she is so chill. I don't know why she said yes to this. It was like one of those ones you hear on the radio being like, do you want to be on shows? Like, that's so Raven. Yeah, yeah. We show up and then they were like, okay, we think you guys have what it takes. You will just need to pay thousands for 100%. a class. It's like, I can't believe that that is legal. That <laughs> happened to me once with a Pokemon uh, card tournament. Um, It exploded? No, I went with a friend. And then I realized that it, was, it wasn't it was a scam, though. It was an actual tournament. Did you play? I had no fucking clue what was going on. Oh my God. You could play with those cards. You could battle. You didn't know that. Had no clue. What age were you? eight seven oh you were little i was uh 10 12 okay everything what? below it sounds like you're lying now <laughs> everything below i i know the exact there's one single moment where everything above that i can kind of differentiate mm-hmm. but everything below that kind of melts together a single moment of uh, your childhood or of the tournament of my life great and you want to know when it is let's hear it in seventh grade okay when i was playing mayor shin in the music man and I remember there's a moment on stage um, when when my director, Mrs. Sure, I want to say her name was. I believe. Sure. Sure. Said you had to project. Speak up. <gasps> and everything changed for me. And then you started speaking up? And then in that moment, I started remembering everything for once. What the hell? Do you think she was a witch or something? Perhaps. That is a very interesting turning point because it seems quite unremarkable. No offense. <laughs> she said, you're going to need to project and you're like, <laughs> and I go, I a- am going to need to project. If I'm going to have anything that what I want in life, I'm going to need to project my personality. Wow. Rely on myself for once. Yeah. And, and yeah, then you are. did from that day on. From that day on, I started working on Garrett and the Bad Boys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's only been a year and a half. It's <laughs> taken me. It's taken me. How long ago was that? Seventh grade? 
I was 12. It's not about math here. No, it never is. It doesn't have to be. It took me, what, 35 years to get there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and happy 57, 47th birthday. I think it would be very fun if one of us was accidentally old on this podcast. Accidentally old? Yeah. Like if we just like became besties, but then one it's of like, us is about oh, I'm 60. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like how that one time where you were young. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. When was I young a couple of weeks ago? Um, on the podcast. Oh, right, right. When I was young and I was about probably 10. Yeah. yeah It'd be I like that, but I'm old. I like that. I mean, if you were old, I'd still be your friend. Thank you. Yeah. Who knows what I'm going to be like when I'm old? Tell you that. You'll be chill. Well, you'll probably be the same. Well, Allison, if my metrics are telling me the correct... <laughs> I'm in charge. Chugga, chugga. Uh-oh. Looking at my little <laughs> watch. <laughs> hit by the train <laughs> what <laughs> the iron chugga chugga well you should be on the train oh well, we're making a stop sorry that was somebody that we hit actually it wasn't me <laughs> okay that's fine then <laughs> they should get out of the way um, i'm like tom right. hanks in polar express you i've always said that where i'm opening my pocket watching him say we're late again and you and you are uh, uncanny valley looking too i would love to do something like that in a film once where i play a bunch of different characters kind of eddie murphy <laughs> tom hanks love that love that Maniacor. okay uh-oh chugga chugga looking at my my pocket watch boop, boop. it's about that time that i ask you a question great are you ready to be asked I've never been more ready for anything. Well, Allison, the question is coming at you as fast as a train. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Allison, what is glamorous? You know what? What? Having big city dreams. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Me in seventh grade. Having big city dreams. Me every day <laughs> of current day. Yeah. I sometimes I have a dark day and I think to myself, God damn, my rent is so high. No, girl. Should I be living somewhere else and having an affordable lifestyle, having a job and directing a community Shakespeare play? Some beautiful plays. And then I think to myself, well, no, because I have big city dreams. Exactly right. And I agree. There's nothing more glamorous than that. There's nothing more glamorous than relying on yourself. And being like, I'm here for a reason. Believing in yourself. I'm yeah. gonna make it, Mama. That's what. What are ninety percent of movies are about? Believing yourself. Believing in yourself. My big city dreams propel me. A hundred percent. Like, it, every time I get back from a trip, I'm like, back to my big city dreams. Yeah, you gotta be. It's like main character syndrome. I think a lot of people criticize it, but I mean, what else is there? When it comes to keeping it going. When, else, when it comes to keeping it going. When it comes to giving yourself a reason to live. Girl, don't I get that. I am the Glee New York season. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing, though, too, of like big city dreams are so like, I don't cinematic in a way. Exactly. Like, I, I literally. Cinema is glamour, of course. Cinema is glamour and glamour is cinema. Nobody will ever be able to take away from me the day that I moved to New York City. I get on a plane in Houston, Texas. My parents are at security. I'm crying, waving goodbye to them. I'm crying so much that the TSA lady hugs me. <gasps> That's so sweet. I get on the plane. I listen to Wide Open Spaces by the Chicks. Wow. About a million times. Yeah. I land in New York. I put on Welcome to New York. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the day my big city dream started. When I moved to New York, I drove a U-Haul and I listened to Worst Pies in London by Angela Lansbury about 10,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> and that's how we're the same but different. Oh, wait, watch you, Ross. Watch you, Harry. You gave me such a boom. Friend of mine, it was a ghost. Have I been with you since? Such a dancing. Well, I meant to say I haven't seen a custom of a week. Did you come over a pie, Sam? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that's in a, in a way we're the same. In a lot of ways, we're <laughs> quite the same. But our differences are amplified due to our similarity. Whoa. 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 Peas in a pod. <laughs> it's giving peas in a motherfucking pod. I love that. I think um, big city dreams are beautiful and I think that they are important. I think so too. They're also like so silly. Oh my God. Because they mean that you have like a bunch of random shit you've got to do during the day. Like if you have big city dreams, you have been a temp. You oh, have had a You've weird been retail job. Yeah. You've been laid off many times. Oh, yeah. Honey, you and I both. Um, can I tell you, though, that I'm unemployed now. If anyone out there is looking to have anyone do anything at your job, I will do it. I'm not turning down gigs right now. He's a really hard worker. He figured out how to do the podcast producing without Sophie here. Yeah. And you know what? I'm the captain now. Okay. <laughs> Don't be like that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, no, I will do anything. However, I just got laid off. Of course, I'm more busy now than I've ever been. What the hell? Days are filling up faster left and right. <laughs> well, what is making them fill up? Social activities. Literally, you just ain't hanging out? No, I just have things to do. I have to record you said the social pie. activities. Social Speak activities. Up. One of us is wearing headphones. The other one's not. I can't hear myself. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> Girl, I'm over here. Hey, I can. I could tell secrets to the audience. Come on. Come on. Guys. Okay. Tell Garrett not to do that. No. I, I, I Well, today I was here. like, I had to go see this show. And then yes, uh, tomorrow I have to, well, I have to, I do work my day job, which doesn't count. There's so many things into having big city dreams. Little Mouse, Big City. A. Exactly. There's a thing of like you build your way uh, with your big city dreams. You build layer on layer on layer until you get there. Success, overnight success took 15 years of work, said Michelle Williams or whoever. My dad basically says that to me all the time. It takes forever. He says every, he tells me all the time, every overnight success is years in the making. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's giving my dad believes in me. Everyone's jealous. You guys want to scratch my eyes out. Sorry. Sorry. Did I tell you when I was home and um, we were went around the we were waiting for a table at a restaurant. We were waiting for table at restaurant. Sure. And we went around with my family and everyone said an adjective that they everyone described someone with an adjective. Everyone did it for everyone. Yeah. That's cute. And mine was relentless. <laughs> okay, I love that though. <laughs> I mean, it's but good. was it kind of insulting? No, but I think they meant it and just like yeah, he won't ever stop. I go, damn. Uh, I guess at everything. Oh, that makes me feel in love with you a bit. Garrett, Uh, you're so determined. Yeah. Hey. Hey. It's that thing where you either, when when people were traveling west, when the settlers were traveling west, Mm -hmm. they either got horses or ox Mm -hmm. to pull their wagons. Mm -hmm. You heard about this? Tell me more. The oxen were strong, but were slow. They would only go so many miles a day and then they'd stop. The horses, you have to get more of them, but they were fast and they would go so quickly and they would go so far that they would go, they would uh, exhaust themselves so much that they eventually killed themselves. So you're an ox? You have to be somewhere between the ox and the horse. You have to go Uh, far. A (laughs) hox. Yeah. And you know what I am? An ass. (laughs) (laughs) And honey, I'm a mule. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm a mule. A, a donkey and a horse put together. And yeah, guess what? I can't procreate. I was about to say that. <laughs> I was going to say, and guess what? I can't procreate. Yeah, and guess what? I can't procreate. Mm. But I I love your big city dreams and I love having big city dreams big city dreams myself. It's glamorous, it just as because it's so much of it is so not glamorous. Yeah. That like the overall arching vision is glamorous, the execution is probably some of the least glamorous shit you'll ever do in your life. And also there's a thing about having big city dreams too where it's um they can look like anything. They can be working at fashion magazine. Working at fashion magazine is basically one of the main big city dreams a hundred percent and i would say one of the second main big city dreams is owning a restaurant owning a restaurant working at museums mm-hmm. i think museums are huge when it comes to dreams totally being like a curator type of person mm-hmm. wow i wish i knew more about that type of big city dream owning a restaurant is huge by the way agreed what about a, a nice shop a nice shop, yeah. That's actually a small town dream. It's a small town dream. I feel like or a uh, mid tier city dream. I feel like a lot more people in Hallmark stores own shops. A lot of people Hallmark in stores. Sorry, movies. Great. A lot of people in Hallmark movies own shops. A lot of people in um big city. A lot of people in blockbusters want to open a restaurant. That's literally so such an important distinction. Princess and the Frog restaurant in New Orleans. In New Orleans, big city. Big city. Especially at the time. <laughs> yeah. Garrett, what's glamorous? I'll tell you. What's glamorous to me is restraint in the name of indulgence. Ooh. La, Ooh la, 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 la. Do you know what I mean? Restraint in the name of indulgence. It's like you, I think I do. It's like, you know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go buy this cookie now because I want to save my money to buy a cookie later. Or I want to save mm. my. I want to. I want to not buy cookies all week, so I can buy a cake at the end of the week. Oh my god! You know what I mean? That's decadence. That's decadence. It's wow. saying it's it's restricting yourself access from something in order to later give yourself a bigger treat. Budget. Queen. It's like it's like when you save up your tickets at block, Blockbuster. 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 When you save up your tickets at David Buster. <laughs> You save your t- You're the 60-year-old on the podcast. <laughs> you save your tickets at Dave & Buster's. Still old. And then eventually you get an Xbox instead of 14 bouncy balls. Did that happen to you? No, but that's a, that's a general thought. I could never win enough stuff to get that. No, I never won the Xbox. No, my God. I, I'm, and I, by the way, didn't have the like capacity to wait. But I also didn't have the guarantee that I would be returning in that way. No one ever does. And here's my thing, too. I'm not... I'm doing a lot more experience-based games at David Buster's than I am. Are you? <laughs> yeah. You're kind of um, DDR baby. <laughs> I absolutely. ran. The, I ran that map. I was doing the race car thing where you could get inside of it. Yeah, love that. Or the or the one there was the one where you it was like you could build your own roller coaster and then it would kind of twist you around. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I never did that. Or there, we had a we had a ropes course in our David Buster's. Oh my god. Yeah, high ropes. By the way, I have only been to Dave and Buster's like once. It was for a bar mitzvah. Whoa. Yeah. Happy birthday. It was awesome. Yeah. Mazel tov for sure. Mazel tov to who? My middle school crush. I know. Wow. It's crazy. That's funny you got invited. Yeah. We ended up being boyfriend girlfriend. Oh my God. Yeah. What's the thing is name? I've always had game. People are kind of not talking about my undeniable riz. <laughs> I think everyone's talking about your undeniable riz. Um, Good. Can I tell you something that someone said about me the other day? That you had W Riz? What's W Riz? 
undeniable Reyes? No. Okay. W. Yeah, that's what my Gen Alpha cousin says. Oh, no. They said that, they go, I've never met someone who is more, who can, who is at the same time both daddy and baby girl. Wow. I go, thank you. I tip my hat to you, sir. Somebody told me the other day that I have a special connection with gay guys. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you do have a special connection with gay guys. I don't know if it's true. Um, which ones do you want to connect with? Me. Mainly you, but I don't feel that. I think I have a special connection with a man named Garrett Williams. <laughs> well, no, you have your other gay guy friend. Mm. The one that you made. Owen? No, the other one. The oh, new yeah, one. I have a new gay guy friend. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I feel like gay guys love you. Let loose. Yeah. I said let loose. <laughs> um, do you understand what I mean about restraint? I do. It's like. I think it's kind of the. Uh, and it doesn't. I think ultimately it's kind of a private experience. No, it absolutely is. And there's something glamorous about that. I think it's, I could have done a whole episode on privacy and maybe I will in the future as well. How about, how about everyone hold their horses on that? Privacy is important when it comes to glamour. And by the way, everybody stop trying to get into our apartments. <laughs> Just because you love our podcast doesn't mean you can sleep over. Well, unless for you. <laughs> you're sexy and you are a single man with big city dreams looking for same, then I might know somebody for you. Your new gay guy friend. No, it's you. <laughs> it's you, crazy. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm Careful, you're going to knock over your water. I'm in charge over here now. <laughs> um, um, Wait. Okay, back it up. Yeah. Flip it, reverse it. Uh-huh. Scratch that. Okay. Um, is it worth it? Let me work it. I think part of me is like, uh, it's like one of those things where I'm like, okay, it's when I go, I'm not going to drink all week so that I can really enjoy my cocktail on Friday. It's like, it's not that I I'm enjoy- doing this exact thing right now. I'm kind of restraining myself because it's about to be my birthday. Yeah. And I'm going to go hog wild. Yeah. And I, you, when you know you want to go hog wild, you go, here's the thing. I want to make sure that all my ducks are in a row before then. I'm going to make sure that everything I do before I go hog wild is absolutely perfect. Ultimately, I'm not sure I'm doing a great job at it. But theoretically, I'm at least making myself feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I need to hold back. And then I like don't. And I'm like, fuck. Guilt is huge when it comes to glamour. Oof. I am not... Certain, I want that to be true. <laughs> Guilt is certainly creeping its way into our little lives. We're oh. not even Catholic over here. What's happening with that? I don't know about that. I'm that not, we're not Catholic. <laughs> I don't know that we're not Catholic. I'm not quite so sure. I about think that. I might have been baptized in my sleep. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. The, I'm not I saw quite the so sure. Sneaking out. <laughs> I open the window and there's a priest collar flapping in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinal, is that you? Yeah, yeah. The Pope's hat. <laughs> Let's and number one. Let's talk about the Pope's hat. I open the window. I open the window and I heard the Pope mobile driving away. I think I was baptized in my sleep accidentally. <laughs> That's the Pope mobile. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Pope's hat. The, Two, and thank you for bringing it back. Well, I I mean I heard about it. The Pope's I, hat should be on. Is it cake? Because is it cake? Is it literally cake? We cannot be so sure. I'm wanting a bite of it. That's for sure. <laughs> there are so many things I want a bite of. Oh, girl. Me too. Okay, number one, cartoon food. Oh, my God. We have not talked about this enough. Cartoon food. I'm Especially things that. that cartoon cheeses. Mm-hmm. And 
and cartoon pastries really are getting to me. So they look so fluffy and soft in a really crazy way. A hundred percent. I'm also wanting a bite of some candles. There are some slimes <laughs> that I'd like a bite of as well. <laughs> some candles. <laughs> some can't. Some of them. Because of the smell. Some of them just look candy-like at the in this time. Some of them have a beautiful pastel color, and they're giving gummy. Oh, you love a gummy. I love a gummy. Um, and you said slime. Some slime is I. So want. that's not that's like not, less weird than candle. It's I think it more apropos. How so? Candle candles have been around for a lot longer than slime. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, uh, the original slime is actually um, made by God, <laughs> and it was around in the yeah, it's called protozoa. It's called frogs' backs. Ever heard of it? I and it's called actually goop on the ground, which which you're not sure what it is, but it's slime, and that's the biblical name. Goop on the ground. Goop, <laughs> goop on the ground. Girl. That that's how we know the Pope's been in our house. <laughs> we need to change the name of the podcast, not the episode. Honey, this podcast is now called Goop on the Ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when Gwyneth Paltrow lands her plane, that's goop <laughs> is on the ground. <laughs> that's goop on the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. Ready player goop. Ready player goop. Goop on the ground. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> with the exhaust that the Pope Mobile leaves behind. I would like Honey, to huff the, the Pope Mobile's exhaust yeah. and see if I see God. The exhaust that uh, the bitch train. The bitch train, all aboard the bitch train. I'm on cunt seat three. Yeah. Was it the bitch train or the bitch express? I think it was something like the SS bitch, but no, but that's a boat. No, and I'm not in charge of a boat. Something I'll never be good at is callbacks, because who's to know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It was earlier. It's not now. I live in the present, honey. Exactly. Exactly. Literally. And the cookies strike again. The cookies are so good. Pillsbury? We should, we should do a mukbang. Whoa, we should. We, what we should do is we should order from a really expensive restaurant, um, a course meal. Okay. Like seven or eight courses. Oh my god. And do it like a like five hundred dollar mukbang. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Why would we do that? To order in the five hundred dollars worth of food? Do you think we can order do you think we do the podcast from there? <laughs> Just missing it's such a waste. <laughs> okay, what we'll do is we'll hire a personal chef. They'll cook the entire episode. Okay, I'm gonna make mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be no. Good. It needs to be glamorous. Okay, it'll be really. It'll have bechamel. <laughs> we need to hire a personal chef, and then come to our house in a maid's outfit. And oh, you want me in a French maid outfit? And they can come to our our house. Our house is my studio apartment. And they can make us like eight to nine courses, and we can do it over a couple of episodes. Yeah, and then we can. We'll be. We can eat. That'll be our mukbang. Well, so Garrett. Oh yeah, I guess it's me. Garrett. What's up, girl? I've got a question for you. Yeah. Do you have a tip for living an elegant and enviable life? Do I ever put on ever? music? For I've already done this about sex, but now we're doing it more. Mm-hmm. Put on music for everything. When I walked in here, Italian ballads were playing, and what a thrill! Girl. It was so nice. It made the mood so much brighter and better. Well, ask me my question because I'm going to need to share. Wait, Allison, do you have a tip <laughs> for living in elegant and beautiful lifestyle? I literally do. My tip is that when you're cooking dinner, you need to crank the Italian restaurant <laughs> playlist on Spotify. Uh, that yeah. was my tip. Yeah. It's... <laughs> 
<laughs> I yeah. keep doing this. I know. Well, you know what? It was an amazing opportunity. It was amazing for me to walk in and have music be playing. Imagine making meatballs by hand as I was earlier to Italian restaurant playlist. And imagine the moon hitting your eye like a big pizza pie. Honey, that's, that's amore. amore. <laughs> exactly right. Oh, my God. Crank that shit up. Anything that has a theme, it's like you're going on a walk. Okay, you're play, play spring walk music. Sorry, podcast. I mean, not podcast. Playlists exist for a reason. Sorry, uh, podcast. Sorry, podcast. <laughs> sorry, Dua Lipa. Can I tell you what, was, what has been happening to me, though? Mm-hmm. I'm, of course, taking my ambient naps. You're, it, every time you say that, I think you're saying ambient <laughs> naps. Like and Roseanne I- Barr. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my ambient naps. Sure. And it's uh, it's uh, seeped into the algorithm. So now my my AI DJ will be like, and here's some stuff you've been listening to recently. Starting off with Jupiter Ascending by Rose whatever. And then it'll just be like... <laughs> Let me go skip, 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 skip. <laughs> wow. Okay. Here's the thing. I here's we cannot say it enough. I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. The power of music is undeniable. The power of music compels you. The Pope <laughs> <laughs> rides off in the Pope mail. <laughs> There's like a, a hundred popes clock <laughs> crawling clown out car, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pope clown car, Pope clown car, Pope clown car. Our next pope's Catholic name is going to be Pope. Wait, clown oh car. no! Took it, took Oh, the train just hit the Pope clown car. Oh, <laughs> no, many, many casualties. Many, many. There are, there are so hats galore. <laughs> <laughs> and oh shit, someone's taking a bite. We gotta go. <laughs> They're eating the hats. <laughs> oh, and they are cake. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs>